Just a warning, this episode will contain spoilers. Come back to this episode once you've read The Unhoneymooners by Christina Loring. Hey y'all, welcome back to Boozy Book Talk. I'm Sahara. I'm Ren. I'm Jen. And I'm Andy. And we're back for another episode. Yay! That was actually gross. I don't know why I did that. But anyway. Cute. <laughs> oh gosh, we're back again. And well, oh, it's a Saturday. And it we're all Saturday. like well, actually, everybody besides me is like festive for this episode. Flop. Yeah. I'm wearing my dad's Hawaiian shirt. He actually had a couple in his closet. But they all had tags on them, and I didn't want to be the first wow. one to wear them. So here I am sporting this blue leaf-like shirt, y'all. I love it. Love. I'm What's wearing my dad? brother's graduation lay. <laughs> wow. Cute. Oh, cute. Like a real one or like a fake one? It's fake. Oh. Jen, you like, look really good in blue. Okay. Yeah, blue suits you. It's my favorite color. Oh, cute. I didn't know that. Oh. The more you know, I guess. <laughs> yeah exactly sure. <laughs> i think it looks cute i like it anyway sorry yeah. Andy. oh i was just gonna say I'm, too. I'm, yeah i'm wearing a lay yesterday was my brother's girlfriend's birthday party and it was hawaiian themed so i got this oh wow free from that yesterday just in time just in very old friends very much so very much so so how's everyone been how are we doing flopping <laughs> well that's andy not you. Well, <laughs> it oh, okay, kill to, us. Be, to be fair, okay, Sahara, like nothing, no one will ever talk no. to as a flop. No. Andy comes in close. Like, Sahara, she you're almost, a loser. She almost, I was you're a loser. She beats you sometimes, but she never gets to that point where you. But are. also, to my defense, this floppery that we're talking about right now for me with my internet, that's not on me. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not in charge of my UCSB wireless internet. No, I'm not. Okay, go transfer. It was the house. It was the campground. It was now the what? Girl, just, I don't know. You know what? It seems like a you problem. I'm quitting. quitting. Goodbye. And then Sahara is like a natural flop. Like, it comes to her naturally. So. Yeah. That's just that. That's just her luck. Selena Gomez once said, everything comes naturally. T. I love how out of all the songs, that's the lyric and the song that you chose. That was yeah. pretty good on the spot, though. I'm not going to lie. Kind of witty. But I didn't laugh. Oh. <laughs> okay. You are um, laughing, though. I was anyway, talking to Sahara. But- that was a fashion you, Jen. Okay, true. <laughs> it's always bad, Sahara. It's always called Sahara loser. Exactly. It's always Sahara's a flop. It's easy. Anyways um guys exciting I got two books today I like randomly went to the used bookstore like the town next door to me and I got two books I got untamed I don't know who it's by and then I got the last book in the selection series which I've been texting Andy the second book has given me a lot of anxiety but we'll see we'll see where that goes well so have you read anything this week? I feel like you're on a big book kick and I'm the one who's not. Like, I'm just so shocked. 
Um, I got an arc recently for a hockey romance book. It's called Kiss and Don't Tell. Um, they it just doesn't take place during hockey season or anything. They just happen to be NHL players. It was pretty good. I gave it a four out of five. But then again, my ratings are very easy. It was just like a fun read. There was no like real substance. I'm not like thinking about it still today, but I had fun when reading it. So guys, the fact that we're co- always calls Sahara a flop. Meanwhile, she's the one that keeps the podcast relevant and gets arcs. Meanwhile, the rest of us don't Literally. even on social media. No, we're we're, we're flops TikTok. on book talk. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like you can't famous. be flops on book talk when you don't post anything. Exactly. We don't post. We're too, we're too scared. We're shy. Wow. You guys are so I'm shy. lazy. I'm lazy. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> so shy. I'm so shy. I'm the shyest one of all here. Did That's you just hear those crickets? I think out of all of them, I think it's me. Also, honestly, though, in real life, I'm very shy. If I don't know, like, you know, I'm very, very shy. Like, I'm like, hi. I'm like, I'm very quiet. I swear to God. I didn't talk till I was like 12. I mean, we all say <laughs> hi. We all do that. <laughs> like, well, do we all say hi? Like hey. that? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Hi. I hope it matters. But anyway, sorry. But actually, who is the most shy out of all of us? Would you say? Nobody. I feel like none of us are shy people. I have I'm shy, a shy moments. Yeah. No, you're not. Stop saying it. <laughs> I don't think any of us are shy. I think we're normal human beings. Not that being shy is not normal. I was gonna say, don't <laughs> say that. I am shy. So I thank you, Sahara, for telling me I'm normal. Um, so yes, I read that arc. Um, what and then I didn't know what to read. I like started a couple of books. I started Daisy Jones. I started oh. It Happened One It Happened One Summer. You know the um, fact then, you started Daisy Jones and didn't let us know immediately. Right. Well, exactly. I, posted, I literally read a page, like not even. Like I, I posted it on my Instagram story like a while ago that I was so you I was started, gonna read it right after right. seven hundred books. And I literally funny. started a page of like each book. And then this is the only one that kept my interest right now. I feel like I'm in a fun mood versus like, you know what I mean? Something that I don't have to think much about. And this is this is it perfect for that it's yeah. a ya like uh what kind of different type of universe you know post-apocalyptic game. yeah so andy how's your week been um my week has been very very busy i moved in literally a week ago thursday to my college apartment i started classes on thursday i got a job on thursday yay um it's at a local pizzeria like it's something like exciting but making that, getting making that money making that money yeah. um what else what else what else mm, that's kind of it i guess so i mean it, it's felt busy like during the week Andy, you're busy, busy era. yeah i'm important i really want you to discuss this your r- little like intro to <laughs> um well things you did about the other day it's, it's like actually your own personal rom com. It's actually no longer. <laughs> what do you mean? Because okay, so it's fun. Tell it. To back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to let everyone in. So basically, um, I live in an apartment. I have three actual roommates and then two housemates. We're all girls, and then next door to us are five guys, and none of us have gotten like a good look at any of them. So none of us like actually knew if they were attractive or not. And we kind of contemplated like going over and introducing ourselves. Yada, yada, yada. We didn't yet, but we decided it would be cute because we have a balcony that's shared between the two of us. 
And so we were like, oh, we should write a little note just saying hi and like stick it on their like slider door. So we did that. And then we like, we're going back and forth with post-it like note conversations like, oh, what are your names? What are your majors? How old are all of you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they kind of started like, <laughs> like they asked like, what excites you slash inspires you about your major? And I was Ew. like, were they fucking we're, losers? Still talking. I'm like so deep. We're talking via know. post-it notes. Like, well, you were gonna say like they like they were like so you want to fuck like I thought no. they say but it's like they're, they're thinking no, it's like the opposite. So, like, wait, wait, what losers? Know, like I'm not gonna write a dissertation on a post-it note about my major and like what excites me. So we literally were like, what the fuck? Um, and then we ended up just like so tonight is a soccer game against like cal poly slow which is our like um enemy or whatever whatever that's whatever and so we're going my house and i and so we were like oh we'll invite them and like that'll be when we first meet because we got like free tickets for being students and stuff so we asked them by saying like oh like we think that's a bit of a difficult question to answer over a post-it note like maybe save it for an in-person conversation p.s we're going to the soccer game like you should come with us and then they responded like two days later and they said oh we couldn't get tickets and that was it now we're just all a little salty because they like just ended the conversation and like didn't answer our question so we're like mm, they can wait i can't believe you guys were literally um, like ghosted by losers i know i can't believe i'm gonna write a book on this <laughs> That makes me so much like sadder. I <laughs> what did you say like that? Andy, you're so dramatic. <laughs> like Jen said it was like a straight face. Too. It makes me like sadder. I my anyway. bad. She's gonna Wait, end off off. The... I'm gonna end it all. Well, I wanna be updated on this story. Me too. Yeah, I will. I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you posted. So Jen, how have you been? Um, I'm pretty much okay. My life is so boring. I don't do anything except work. Like that's all I do. All I do is work. Oh, and I got jury duty. Oh, oh my god, jealous. No. I'm so jealous. <laughs> what do you mean you're so jealous? No, when you're a lawyer. I've been that. I've been, okay, <laughs> this is my fourth time. This is my fourth time. Oh my no. god. The first time, the first time I got jury duty, I was 18. Are literally a month after my 18th birthday i got wow that sucks literally and so i actually had to go to the trial and i was a juror i was chosen as a juror oh my god i'm obsessed yeah. wasn't and then, an interesting trial and then the second time the second time it was i was like they were gonna be i was in like the selection process and they let us go because it was um it was settled they were like we decided to settle so we just went home and the third time I was just like there all day doing nothing, just waiting to be called in that room. And I, I was just wasting my time that day. And I love Wardier. This is my fucking fourth time. What do I do to fucking deserve this? You can say that, you know, you don't have time. You just started a job. You can't take, I don't know. They don't let us um, postpone. Oh, they don't? My brother was I, able to do you that. You have to like have to really, really show that you cannot. And literally, I can't not not. I always wanted to join you, but I'm never going to get it. Well, you're going to be a lawyer. Yeah. I know, yeah. but I want to be a part of it. You are on the other side. 
yes not not nearly as fun all right so how was your week Ren? um it was hectic i mean first i got my nails done but i've like toddler fingers so i think they look silly and i got a manicure and pedicure and i spent a hundred dollars and I have like half a nail back compared to everybody else. So kind of fucked up. It's cute for fall though. They got gel. They got gel. Oh. I know. I know. Still, they're not. So, they don't even cost that much here. I know. Oh. I, like, I paid $20. Right yeah. Same. With your manicure and pedicure? No. Just manicure. Okay. So I got, I, did, I got a manicure and pedicure. I got gel. And then I tipped $20. Okay. I mean, technically, that's not that bad. Yeah. Especially because gel is more anyways. Yeah, exactly. And my thing is, I have they were I was told before I have, like, oily nail beds. And so, like, stuff doesn't stick to my nails as much. I have to get, like, something else. I can't just get regular polish. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so I got my nails done. Um, I had a busy week with school. Shit day at work, so I'm happy to record. But other than that, just life's busy. The highlight of my life the past week or so was the 17th. I saw Harry Styles for the first time. I haven't seen Harry. I know, so much fun. I haven't seen Harry since 20, where we are tour, 2013, 2014. That's crazy. Yeah, it was so much fun. Me and Natalie got tickets that day. We had Pitt. I was looking at my pictures today, my videos today. So I remember there was a part, we had a sign, like a poster, and he comes over. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. So I get my sign up. I get my camera. I'm recording. And he looked at my sign. And okay, this is a time I actually know. Like, she saw the other one for the most part. I just saw him, like, look at us and smile. But this time, I just didn't remember him laughing and, like, looking at it. And I was like, am I, the girls, two, there's, like, three girls next to me. And they looked at me. They're like, he just looked at, her, at us. Like, at three of us. Like, all of us standing here. And I was like, he did. I know. I'm freaking out. Whatever. But I was like, I have to look, look and see it. I have it on video. Like, I wonder if I got it. And this girl on Twitter posted like a slow-mo and like you can see him actually look at it because she couldn't tell her something. So I slowed mine down and he looks at it and laughs and I caught it. Right. Tell them what, what was on your sign. Yeah, say which poster it was. So um, I'm an Eagles fan and I love football and we were at in Philly. So I wrote, fuck the Packers. Not that I have anything against the Packers. I just wanted to bother him. And I wrote Go Birds in the bottom. And so, yeah. So, I just, <laughs> um, yeah. And he like, I think he thought it was funny. Because I, I think he's so a football much. fan, but not like, he's not like, he, like, is like, he's normal. Like, you know, it's not like he's like obsessed where he's going to get mad. Like, like other guys do. So, yeah, I'm so happy he saw that. But the best part is I met Divi, a friend that we all have like in common and, We've never like met in person before, but, but we've been friends for like a year. So it was so much fun. We didn't hang out that off that like that long, but it was so much fun to like actually like meet her and then it not be like weird at all. Like it's never weird when we meet because we've all been friends for a year. <laughs> we talk every day, all day. But yeah, and speaking of Divi, she loves reading and she loves on honeymooners. So we have our first guest and it's Divya. So our guys we're so happy to have divi join us our first guest and i'm so happy that it's you honestly so divi introduce yourself what's going on with your week and then we'll talk about how we all met and stuff okay hi everybody i'm divi or divia whatever you want to call me um 
we all met through our little Twitter group chat, which is almost a year old. Can you believe that? Yeah, it is um, a year old. We made it, kids. That's crazy. I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you for having me. We're so happy to have you here. And we're honestly, like Ren said, we're actually very honored to, for you to be our first guest. I can't believe I'm the first. Very. I'm setting the bar really low for everyone else. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> no. We set the bar low already. When I read it, you higher a yeah. year. Ask Sahara how many times she's yelled at me to read. <laughs> oh my God. Divi was supposed to read The Hating Game like oh months, Don't years ago. And she just started reading. Did you I finish? Finished. You finished. No, yeah, I, finished. finished. I finished on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I sent you the whole like seven page like essay. Dear I literally Lord. was banging my head on the seat in front of me. I was, no one was in front of me. Don't worry. Like there wasn't anyone sitting there. So I was just like, there's no way. I'm like, someone opened the plane door. Like I can't do this right now. Oh my god. See, well, it's the thing is, eventually you'll get to it. It's all that matters. Yeah. You'll get to it eventually. I mean, you gotta savor. You gotta savor the romance. Yeah, Sorry. and I knew I was gonna love it, so it was just starting it. You've been reading more now, too. You read Where the Good Girls... Where read. Good Girls Go to Die, I think. I don't remember what yeah. it's called. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, did you read it? What is it called? Where, where Good Girls Go to Die, yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Um, I My thing is, like, I get intimidated by really long books because I like to binge read. And if I am if I know I'm having a busy week, I'm just like, mm, this isn't going to fit in my schedule. So then I push it off. And then there's never a good time for me to start. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same I'm, way. I like. That's why I'm, like, sometimes if I'm really into a book, I like, and I want if there's like a sequel or even like anything, or if I know I'm going to like it, I just have to wait for a week that I'm not super, super busy because that's, mm-hmm. I'll read it and binge it. And like, it'll be all I think about that. If I have like a break from the day, I'll read it. And it won't just be a chapter. It'll be like five. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I'm definitely a binge reader. Like I have people who like take their time and want to like savor it in. Like, yeah, I get like that in a sense, but I don't, cause I don't want it to end, but I can't like help myself with reading. No, I need a binge read too. For me, it's mostly because like I need to know how it ends. And I if I don't mm-hmm. binge read it, then I'll go and look at spoilers. And I'm the same way with like mm-hmm. Netflix like shows and that. stuff too. I have mm-hmm. to read. I tend to read stuff in like one sitting. Well, now it's harder because like I'm working. But if it mm-hmm. like back, like the, all of the off-campus series, like the books mm-hmm. I read in one sitting, like I, because if I don't, oh I'm going to look at the spoilers. So just yep. myself. Yeah. I'll Google random questions from time to time and then I'll like end up spoiling it accidentally. Me. I did that Not with that. <laughs> So Divi, how's your week been? Let us know. Update us on your life. Um, so I went to Philly last weekend. <laughs> so I've just been working this week and relaxing and I've been trying to, I have another trip next weekend. I'm going to New York for, you know, you're who. crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> But I'm also don't even need to say who it is. Right. So it's it's gonna be an intense weekend. I'm literally leaving Saturday morning. So tomorrow's my last day to prep. And I've just been kind of like trying to clean my room and declutter and just get like mentally ready because it's gonna be a really busy like week following. So I've just been doing that and you know, running errands, working, nothing crazy. I've been wanting to read. Um and every single night I like open up a story to read it and I'll I'll pass out and I'll pass mm-hmm. out on my phone too. And I wake up and my phone's like burning hot just on like iBooks. I'm like, oops, we'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. 
And then also a month until we all meet up. I'm going to cry. I know, literally. Oh Wait, it's less Andy than a month, is it not? Oh. I'm so excited for us all to like just meet for like a, as a real friend group like in person and all hang out. It's going to be fun too because like everyone is going to be there. And I know there's going to be like, you know, everyone's going to have like someone there too. But like, it's going to be, it's just going to feel like a huge party. Okay, guys. So like in every episode, obviously it's called Boozy Book Talk. And something people might not know is Divi is actually our number one fan. Um, she listens to the podcast regardless of if she's read the book or not. A real fan right here. But you guys know the drill. We drink, we talk about the book. So Divi, why don't you start off and tell us what you're drinking? Okay, so I went with something homemade and authentic. It's in my Target cup. That's my favorite. Um, I It's just Malibu and cranberry juice. <laughs> cute love it love that it's my favorite i thought it was tropical fun it would go with the theme yeah very we love we love that for you you guys always have such good ones though i'm excited to hear miss variety jen what are you drinking today i actually i have a malibu pina colada (gasps) cheers i'm jealous me too so so literally like debbie i had to go with a theme you know tropical and I always change it up. So I had to do this. I love it. You cute, never go cute. wrong with Good. Malibu. You can never go Malibu's wrong. Malibu is my favorite. Yeah. It's my dancing alcohol. Of Me. Choice. Can't wait to do that with you in New York. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Ren, what are you drinking? So I went, real quick story. I went to the liquor store yesterday after my nails and I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. My mom was there and I walked in. You know how they have like people giving you samples of stuff? So this girl was like, hey, like maybe try all these new seltzers. So she was like, it's like $2 off today, only today. And I said, okay, I'll take them because I felt bad because I'm like, maybe she'll get a commission or something. I needed alcohol for the recording. So I have a new seltzer I've never tried before. Besides like the sample there. Um, I was going to tell you guys like to pick one for me to drink. So I have both here. There's four ones, but I already ordered one because I was thirsty but okay which one would you should i drink first like complete first don't doesn't matter if it's open or not um this one's very grand watermelon strawberry exactly you know we're all voting for it yeah we already voted we already voted it's very on brand yeah that's what i'm drinking it's called busy i can't believe you even had to like double think about that well, I saw the pink and green and I didn't even know. We can't know be what flavor was. He, he has this by a chokehold, this man. But yeah. So whipped. So whipped. Anyway, Andy, what are you drinking? Um, well, mine's kind of boring. I'm sad because I mentioned yesterday I had my brother's girlfriend's birthday party, which was Hawaiian themed, and we had Malibu. And I should have stolen one of the bottles um to have tonight, <laughs> but I didn't. So instead I just have a strawberry watermelon truly. But I do have it in a fun little pineapple cup that I did steal from the party. Cute. That is so cute. I love that. It's cute. Cute. And you have the Harry Thin seltzer, like me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a bit fake for that. No, but you're on theme with the book, so you're fine. You're fine. I mean, and also, it reminds me of Miley Cyrus every time I hear Malibu. Zahara. I'm really excited to hear what you're drinking. This is like the most, like, this is the most important part of the episode, I think. 
Okay, guys, you. I did think about drinking my aha today. I still have a case of it. It's actually nasty, but it's the watermelon. It would have been on theme with Harry. But now this is where a little bit of a debate might come through. But my friend gave me a nip, which is <laughs> not a nipple, a nip. It's a shooter. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, listen. Mm. Alert, alert. So she gave me a nip, which is just like, a tiny bottle of alcohol and I mixed it with mango and it's on brand because you know I think mangoes are pretty tropical um and then I asked I was telling Jen Ren and Andy about it before and they were like what's a nip and I was like you know like the tiny little bottles of alcohol and Ren goes you mean a shooter and then Jen thought I meant like a splash of alcohol and I was like no I mean I understood the context when Ren was asking for a shooter but I've never heard anyone say shooter before mind you I'm from Connecticut and then I put a poll on my Instagram I also put the same poll on our Instagram boozy book talk little plug-in um well what if like they don't follow us yet here's your plug um, plug it at the end fake okay well what if they don't listen to I'm the end Vivi. but yeah. yeah so I'm drinking alcohol today for the first time guys on the pod okay. and this episode Wait. we have a guest I thought, so. I thought you had it before no this, you, you had, had one before yeah I mean I had, had the cider but that oh, tasted wait. like ass but it tastes like Harry's feet you remember? had the cider I remember but you had it for display excuse me oh. it, it tasted like ass so like Harry's how would you know exactly what i said exactly exactly yeah harry's ass well i don't i would know actually i was gonna say i don't kiss and tell but i didn't really like kiss his ass you know what we're not gonna get into this eat it that's what you did we have this conversation every podcast it's a setup what do you not get anyway so moving on to our book discussion um a little summary about the unhoneymooners so Ever since they first met, Olive and Ethan have hated each other. And now, after a major case of food poisoning at her sister's wedding, where they are prospectively the maid of honor and best man, they are forced to go on a honeymoon. The catch is that they have to pretend to be bride and groom so that no one thinks that anything weird is going on. They decide to play the happily married couple in public, but then enjoy their own separate Hawaiian vacations. Well, as we know how books go, plans change and they end up actually enjoying each other's company. And now they're forced to consider the possibility that maybe they don't hate each other after all. So honestly, okay, I am an enemies to lovers enthusiast and this literally hit the spot. It checked off all the check marks. Anyone who hates on it doesn't like happiness. And it's just a hater for no reason. And I said what I said. <laughs> no, but okay, honestly speaking, I, I I do, I love this book so much, literally for that reason. And also I love that because I, I feel like it's very hard to write people of color sometimes when you don't know the culture. And I love that Olive was written, well, she's supposed to be Mexican, I think, right? Yeah. Mexican, yeah. Um, I love that they incorporated her culture like you know she's all about family and she's like very like she's very tight-knit with them and I do think that's a lot of the Mexican or Hispanic culture Latina culture um but I I love that it wasn't like stereotypical you know what I mean Mm -hmm. she wasn't like the normal hot girl 
type of girl you know what I mean yes like in comparison <laughs> to Demi yeah very different for sure exactly yeah and I loved that like her her culture wasn't her only personality if that makes sense um I loved that and I loved Ethan so much he's literally one of my book boyfriends and you know what I love them I personally can go on but we're going to get more into the discussion later on I rate this a five out of five stars that's just because I this is literally my type of book what did you think Ren? I I agree I love that we can finally agree on a book again Jen but I gave it a five out of five I I always say this but like a book to me is great when I'm like it's like angsty but this wasn't as angsty I just was like giddy like I was just so happy like I would have to stop and just like like just like pause and like I don't know I can't even explain it I just have to do the action of it but like stop for a second think and like take it all in and just smile or like text somebody real fast talk about it like I would text you like I think maybe I was texting like all of you on point but I definitely texted Andy because she just read me a lot yeah yeah and I was just I loved it so much I think I loved Olive one thing I did like is I feel as though I feel like I always say I relate to every character but the first time her and Ethan like met she thought like he basically thought she was a fat ass for getting certain like I think like funnel cake or something it was dumb. cheese curds cheese curds yeah something dumb like from fried food like yeah. she was in her head and like I know like and she always she was like described as like a curvier girl like not super skinny so she had like the insecurity plus when like an attractive guy you, you kind of just get in your head so like when she did that while it seemed so dramatic and like that's really why she thought he hated him like when you're you can relate you know what I'm talking you know it's you know it's not dramatic so I loved her character I think she was great him like one of my favorite book boyfriends ever like I think this is like this and people meet on vacation are my favorite like rom-coms I think I do like I can't say I like one better because but I definitely was more giddy with this one I will admit I loved it so much it's definitely more like it's so feel good and it's so like you actually have to see them be a couple I love that yep yep I know because sometimes in books you like they get together and like it's over I feel like wait spoiler alert for the hating game (laughs) if no one's read it I don't know what people have read like they they get together like towards the end you know like and they don't show like stuff after it but I Mm -hmm. feel like with the unhoneymooners you literally get a glimpse of the relationship and like problems that they have Mm -hmm. during the book not like at the end and especially with fake, like, I love fake dating. I think it's my favorite trope. Fake dating is so good. And, like, I feel like sometimes sometimes with fake dating, you you just see them dating when it's fake. You don't, like, see the aftermath of it. But in this, you see them fake dating, falling in love, being together, fighting. Like, you see everything. Like, mm-hmm. you just, just want to, like, you want to see the good parts where it's just simple. And, like, they're in love and it's simple. There's no, like, tension. They can just be happy. You get to see that. So I think, like, especially with the... um book where it's enemies to lovers and fake dating this was just so much fun to be able to like see them after if they like left the wedding or the, the honeymoon so I loved it um Divi what did you think oh my god I'm up <laughs> well I think you all know I think I was one of the first ones to read it out of everyone and I remember just the way I I think I we've talked about this briefly before but like the way that I read whenever I get into a story I get like everything into it so I get super obsessed and 
when no one's read it, it kind of makes me even more obsessed with it because there's no one to like bounce off of. And I feel like it's just all in my head and I want to scream at like someone about it, but no (laughs) one's going to understand till I read. So I was so excited when you guys finally read it because I was like all those little things that I've been trying to like scream at someone about, you guys finally understood. Um, I really, really loved the timeline of it. Like it, I feel like a lot of times in that type of timeline, it feels like it's very rushed or it feels like it's done not correctly, but I feel like the way that it flowed was just, I don't know, it made so much sense. And I, I don't think I was left like wanting any more or less from the story. Like obviously at the end, I wish that I want a second book, but that's just me. But like, I do think that like, we're kind of left with no questions and for like a one one shot type story I do appreciate that like I feel like with the hating game I want more because I feel like it, the way it ended I'm just like now what yeah, but I I love that and um disclaimer um what's Olive's sister's name I pronounce it Ami because that's how I always that's the way I read it in my head so if you hear that it could be Amy <laughs> I say Amy. Yeah. Yeah. We had this discussion. We had this conversation. I think I'm the only one that calls her Ami. But that's how I read it. So like I can't I can't change her name now. <laughs> She's and Ami I mean, in my head. That makes sense because her name's Amelia. It's like Ami. Yeah, if you're shortening Amelia sounds more sense than, make more sense than Amy, but yeah. I just read Amy because that's what yeah. Same. What it was, yeah. I when I realized I was the only one who read it that way, I was like, oh <laughs> oops. <laughs> but yeah I mean I he is a good book boyfriend in Mm -hmm. love with him I think right off the bat I've said this to all of you guys like normally traveling with men is a big pain in the ass and I feel like him right off the bat he was just so like patient and calm and like right from there I was like this man did no wrong like I don't care like I knew I knew it was like enemies to lovers but I'm like no there he did nothing wrong and also with like a lot of enemies to lovers, I feel like it's kind of hard to move past like the initial reason why they don't like each other, but it being a huge like thing of miscommunication almost. Can I say that? I don't know. You can edit it out if I can't, but um, kind of just made it more validating to love him, I feel, because like he really did no wrong. I agree. Wait, I know you said like your rating kind of depends like when like when mm-hmm. you read it and then afterwards. So like maybe I'm just dumb, but what would you rate it then? Like what would be the, your different ratings? Are they different now? Like what would you give it? I when I read it 5 out of 5 and I still think it's a 5 out of 5. Gee. But like when I start comparing it to other books, I'm like maybe it's a 4.5 out of 5 just because in the sense of like how it like faded over certain things because like it was very but like the thing is if I really want that I could just go read it from another book so it's not like I needed it but I would have wanted it from them and side note Sahara saying thank you as if she doesn't read books without smut oh my god I can't wait till okay I need Andy to go so that I can say my stuff because my reason is the same thing as Divi's okay but like it's not that big of a deal in my mind oh my god I'm so like reading it I wasn't mad but like after I'm like it could have been there it could have yeah could have it was fade to black reading it I didn't feel like I was when it when it faded to black I was like yeah okay (laughs) yeah okay so Andy what were your thoughts about the book yeah, um, I mean, right there with everyone who's spoken so far. 
Um, <laughs> I loved it. Um, five out of five for sure. I think I agree with Ren. This and people we meet on vacation are probably my top two like rom-coms that I've read like recently that I can think of at least. Um, I am obsessed. It's just it was such a funny book. Like it was just I was literally laughing out loud at so many spots of the book and because of their banter Ethan's hilarious Olive was hilarious like and I just loved that and it was such a feel good and I needed that when I was reading it so it gave me everything that I exactly needed it to have but yeah so I loved it obsessed I was reading through my highlights before we started recording and I was literally like eating my lunch like getting emotional (laughs) like D who's my roommate we've talked about before she was just standing there and I was like dude I'm not okay like I'm really not okay I miss them and she was just like reread then what do you I don't care like <laughs> and I just I might reread it now because I just like miss them and I love them so much you know who else reread Sahara so Sahara explain yourself let me start off by saying this group minus Divi. If you don't love the book, you automatically hate it then. There's no such thing as like in this group. You no. either love it or you hate it. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. No, 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 no. Let, let, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then you guys can butt in and say your opinions to whatever I have to say. Okay. Everything that I felt about this book is exactly what Divi just said, but Divi did not get any shit for it. Not that I want Divi to get shit for it. She's, she's Divi. An angel. She's yeah, the she's guest an angel. and she she's Divi. Privileges. She's exactly. But my reason is literally the same. I was texting. I was in a group chat with Divi and Ren. No, not Ren. Divi and Jen. And we were in a group chat. I was sending them voice notes. I was super excited reading the entire thing. At the end of it, I loved it. I did. There's no problems. Like I didn't hate the book. Like Ren said, it was a feel good book. It was just fun to read. There's nothing wrong about it. For me, the reason I know I don't love it is because I wasn't thinking about it days later. That's when I realized I changed my like ratings. Like I had a five and then I made it a four. And in the moment when I finished reading it, I was like, Ethan's so cute. Like enemies to lovers is my favorite trope. Anyone knows that fake dating love my absolute favorite. So why wouldn't I like this book? It just I didn't think about it days later. So I can't say I love it. I'd be lying to myself. I'm not going to say I love it just because you guys love it. I don't remember. I I honestly thought you were just like, "Eh, it's all right. Yeah. I remember when we talked about our first time talking about like how we rate books. She said that. I feel like over. No. Yeah. She did. Okay. When she first read it, she did give Divi and I updates and she did like the book. She loved it, but not to the point where it was like top tier. She was like, it's mm-hmm. a good book. I felt like we but, liked it more than her. Oh, for sure. But I feel like over time, she's been hating on it more. Okay, but to be fair, you do the same with hate people it. we meet. Oh, I do that for sure. But yeah. okay, but my question is, do you feel about Unhoneymooners the way I feel about no. people we meet on vacation? No, you didn't like, a, you gave <laughs> yeah. it a three. Like, this is a four for me. The only reason okay. it's a four is because I didn't think, like, I'm not, like, obsessed with it. Okay. I'm not, like... You guys say three is, like, it's bad. Like, I, if I like a book, I give it a three. Three isn't yeah. bad. Three's, like, oh, three, average for me. Three's I just like, think it was I, good. I liked it. The way I see it, three, it's, like, yeah, like, I finished it. It was a good book. I won't read it again, but, like, 
You know what I mean? Like, wait, Sahara, you really weren't thinking about it after you read it? Like, like not even the story, a, but like the characters. Like, like I, feel I thought like about I it for really a day or so, characters. but I wasn't like constantly, you know, when you finish a book and when you love it so much, yeah. like, you're so hyper fixated on it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't hyper fixated on it, is all. Yeah. Well, see, I, I get like you not being able to hyper fixate on the story, but like, I don't know, like something about the characters, I. I was very attached to them. Very. I think I liked Olive. I mean, I loved Ethan. There's nothing wrong with him, but I think I liked Olive better than I liked Ethan. Like I loved her character so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Ren said, it was like very relatable how she felt like the way her and Ethan's first interaction was and the insecurity she felt like thinking he judged her. Like that's all so relatable. Mm -hmm. And especially I loved all the scenes when, um, spoiler but I mean we already said that in the beginning when Ethan's ex was there and you know they were trying to make her jealous and all like I love all of those type of scenes I mean again enemies to lovers fake dating love all of that so again there's nothing like the thing you like if you don't love it as to the extent Mm -hmm. that you guys love it's like oh like how dare you not love it Okay, like my defense, I really thought you didn't like it because you because I was in this group chat. So I really thought like when you tease us, like you didn't like it. Every so time like, I, I say I like it, Ren's like, huh? I, I literally, it was always, always like, it was okay. I wasn't even in that group chat and I've even said it so many times to you guys. Anyway, this is, it's, oh. anyway, what I was going to say I, was, I, that I'm just surprised that like you aren't obsessed with it because I feel like this is the type of book you'd be obsessed with. Which just really shocks me. And so I think that's why I'm always so like like dramatic when I'm when we're like making fun of you for it. It's because like it's so shocking to me. I mean, it is my book to a T. I feel like I might have just read it at the wrong time. Like I I really can't remember what kind reread of like it. what books I had read. I know, but I don't have it in me to reread it though. That's the thing. Maybe I'll give it like a while, like a couple more months before I can pick it back up. It's still like fresh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I only read it a couple of months ago. Can yeah, I, I think it is a just... comment? I would yeah no no it was about like I I no, forgot ahead, to mention that whole like plot that happened within the plot like with the ex with the boss with um the brother or the the sister's husband brother like, everything mm-hmm. the brother-in-law sorry like everything that like you I don't know I just I did not see that coming and I think that's also part of the reason that I was like even more like obsessed with it because it wasn't like your standard like rom-com and all of I read like normally I don't like female characters like the main characters and everyone can attest to this do you want to say something Jen no no you know I just know you don't I I really do and I I do but she wasn't I loved her like I she is I just feel like the way that females are written main character wise I explained it to you guys before like the way that or Andy at least the way that I read it it's like I am like in the place of that main character. So if they do something I don't agree with, that's why I start hating them. Cause I'm like, no, I wouldn't do that. Like, why are you doing it? <laughs> and that's why they annoy me more than like another main character. And then that's when I'm like, okay, live vicariously through someone else. But I really did love the way she was written. I feel like both her and Ami were very strong women. And I I'm just obsessed with the way that's what made me want to read more Christina Lauren books because I really did like the way that she wrote the main characters. The Victorious is shaking. <laughs> Bouncing off of your point about liking how Christina Lauren wrote characters. I don't know if you guys know this. Christina Lauren's two people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw a TikTok saying how 
Christina Lauren, like they always, people usually say they, yeah. and I thought that it was just because the person was non-binary, but then they discovered that no, Christina and Lauren are two different people and they just are like, pen is a pen name, which I did not know until like, I mean, somewhat recently, but. Don't you wonder how they write, like what the process is? Mm-hmm. Right. How do they get it so their writing is exactly the same? It's seamless. Yeah. It's so odd to me. I, I feel yeah. like I would have like, especially with like artistic things or like way I like doing projects. I think it would be hard for me to like, if I wanted the plot to go this way, like how do you, I wonder what their conflict, if they have conflicts, if they, if they do like how they handle it, like, especially cause like this is important cause like that's, this is their livelihood. So I think yeah. it's so interesting. I just want to know, like they need to answer this on like Instagram live or something. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know like- this. Yeah, it's because I wish I knew before I read it. I'll probably next time I read another Christina Lauren book, I'll have that in mind because I want to see like if I can like notice any sort of differences because I didn't see, I mean, thinking back, I don't think of anything where like, I was like, that was kind of off, off character or like that felt a little like a weird thing to say, you know, because like it was just so seamless. So when I found that out, I was shocked. I literally think so cool. same andy i thought that their pronouns were they also mm-hmm. and then when i googled them there were two people and not mm-hmm. just one so wait that's their pen names it's not christina and well, lauren no so it is i actually i remembered to make this point because i was looking through the book and it's two writing partners slash besties it says at the end of the book like about the author christina hobbs and lauren billings so oh, that's okay. where the name Christina Lauren comes from. Okay, that that's makes sense. so cute, though. Yeah, and I, 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 they must have been like friends for years because they must know each other like so well to be able to write so seamlessly. Because I mean, most writing partners tend to be like best friends or actual like real life partners or whatever for years. And I think years they're years. best friends. Yeah, they are. See, when I googled it. I just Googled like the book so you could see does this. I didn't even bother scrolling down. <laughs> That's why I didn't know. We've all known each other for a year. Who wants to write a book together? No, like I write like in every other word. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe one of them does like more of like the brainstorming and editing and the other does the writing. I was thinking I don't think like they that. would like alternate between chapters. I mean, you also have to think about like this is pretty much how like scripting works in Hollywood too like it's yeah. different writers like brainstorming and writing together but it's maybe it's, they wrote different characters maybe they yeah I don't know that's what I was thinking because it, it I feel like with scripts it's a little different because the acting also brings out so you don't have to I mean you fully develop the characters with the script but the actors do a lot of that work too so it's just like dialogue and stuff like that you're not having to like fully round out the characters within just this written book but so I was thinking maybe like one of them does more dialogue writing while one of them does more of like the background writing you know I mean it really who knows I would love to know but yeah one thing I really did love about this book and I think maybe it's the fact that like two people are writing it so they have more opinions is and I said this initially I hate I feel like there's an issue with rom-coms where sometimes sometimes they're so cheesy and like it makes you wish one to crawl out of your skin like I read um a book before and I'm not going to name the book and I liked it it was a 3.5 to me but I liked it and it was just so cheesy like for example there was um 
like a part where they would text in it and it, they put like emojis and it was so cheesy but like in this book there was like texting scenes mm-hmm. and um it wasn't weird it wasn't like none of it was cringy to me like it was a definitely like I love that and I think with rom-com such an issue especially recently when I read when I do read rom-coms I'm like this is just too much for me like I want to die just reading this but it wasn't cheesy at all like even like beginning the wedding and then they for the first like go on the vacation I don't know I just I loved it from start to finish I think like if we want to go back to the beginning and I kind of talk through the book like the beginning where um they first get there and she runs into her boss her new boss and that's where like the fake dating well the true fake dating begins like they already planned to be husband and wife but they weren't going to like really spend time together it was just to like check in but then when they run into the boss they actually need to act like they're married and I like tabbed a part in the book where he's like like his arm around her and he's just like so seamless when he like transitions into the role of the husband and it's so good and it's so attractive like the whole scene when they're at dinner and his arms around her at the table like in that moment I was like this is one of my favorite book boyfriends like initially from the beginning and he's been getting better and better like that scene in particular stands out to me so much as much as I love Ethan and he's my book boyfriend I I have to call out things where they need to be called out. As you should. And I hated, even her sister too, I hated that nobody believed her. When we're gaslighting. When she was mm-hmm. literally telling them that Dane was a fucking scumbag. Like he mm-hmm. did this, he did that. He was a fucking cheater. He's been cheating on his wife, which is also Olive's sister you know, the whole time and her family didn't believe her. They just, they gaslighted her and they called her negative. They literally hit her where it hurts. Yes. Especially Ethan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They knew how she felt about herself and her insecurities. And they, he, they both, especially Ethan, like they hit hard on that. And that, Mm -hmm. that was, that hurt. And that made me so angry. I was fuming. I Even think when I said, they first go on the trip, like the, I think it was mentioned like right when they started, they got there like two days in or like very like f- quick. It was the first time it was mentioned and she kind of let it go because they were on a nice trip. They were getting along yeah. they were kind of like into each other. But like that, like that initial time, it was like, I feel like she kind of understood maybe why he wouldn't because they just were like supposed to hated each other and now they're transitioning. But like when he did it later, that's like probably where it stung the most. Like when they were actually together. And he's that yeah. yeah. up over it. And I it was, was not only mad. Yeah, it was not only that he was denying that Dane was cheating. It was after Dane outwardly like hit on her and asked basically like if they would if she would want to sleep with him. And Ethan was like, no, he Hate wouldn't him. do that. Like ugh, Dane, if you're out there, I'm I'm call him Dale. Dale. <laughs> Does yeah, anyone remember call. when I called him Dale for like a good week? Yeah, I, I kept talking <laughs> to you and you were like, you were like, I think it's Dale. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I hate him. In my yeah. defense, I read like months before and it's fine. But I, I realized after I'm like, maybe it is Dane. <laughs> also, it was like rock bottom for Olive because I I don't know if this is timeline. It's after I'm pretty. Or yes. Someone's got to remind went- me. They the job out. she lost her job mm-hmm. too. Yes. Mm-hmm. so she was yeah. literally Happy she rock, did. yeah mm-hmm. well she was like rock bottom in her life and I don't know I feel like if 
obviously this is a book it's rom-com it's not real you know totally realistic no because that's my biggest fear people not yeah. believing me when if I'm telling I the truth. was in Olive's position I would need some more time to forgive Ethan like yeah like stuff he said the fact that he didn't believe like didn't even give her the chance to like kind of believe her he just completely shut her out mm. I yeah. would need a lot of time to recover and forgive him like I felt yes. like she forgived him way too fast the one thing I did kind of understand though is like if the rules were reversed I feel like if it was her sister and her she would it's like I feel like sibling loyalty like I get why he did that I don't agree with it like I absolutely that made me like so angry because like I said that's one of my biggest fears so like knowing she was telling the truth and not her own sister didn't believe her like to me that one hurt me more than Ethan because she she only knew Ethan for like a few weeks and like if, like I said, if the roles were reversed, she would obviously pick her sister's side versus Ethan. Like if Ethan told her that, she would probably be like, mm, I don't believe you. I'm going to have like, to disagree with you though, Dibby there. Because I feel like when you're in a relationship and you're so in love with that person, it's like when you're in a toxic relationship, it's hard to see the negative yeah. in that person. No, I understand Like that. it makes me mad, obviously, that Amy couldn't like back up but her she sister. she was so, like if your own sister doesn't believe you, like, yeah, I that's know. Just, I, I think, but she's known her sister her whole life. Her not believing her husband, it's one thing to have a conversation with him, but for her to instantly be like, you're lying, that's where I draw yeah. the line. Because like, oh, like, how can you say your own sister's lying about something like that? Yeah, and not just that she was lying. They were like, oh, you just don't, can't let anyone we, else be happy. Mm-hmm. That was, I, was I like, would not have been able to forgive my, my own sister. I wouldn't have forgiven her either. I just think it's hard because like, I can't imagine like being either of them, but also the fact that like they all like he Dane was really good at manipulating like, yeah. and when it's like he was his little brother. Like you're so convinced that like you know your brother's a certain way. Like he's very like confident in who he is. Like who he acted like they never even seen the inch of like that side of him. So I think it's mm-hmm. kind of like you want to not believe it, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't. I it was frustrating, but I kind of don't blame either of them in a way. I think it's like more annoying when you try I feel like they, she had evidence like she had yeah. all these things where it didn't seem like he was like fabricated and out of nowhere but also I, I, I like give Ethan some slack in the sense that like no 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 no, no. And not the way he handled it like, no I'm yeah, saying but like for not he wanting to believe so shocked. like he didn't see his brother that often my thing is fine like I I, I agree with like wanting to, to side with your sibling because obviously I would be defensive about my sister but when because they had like multiple conversations like she would Mm -hmm. kind of challenge him in the sense of like wait so he was going out with people they were exclusive at this point Mm -hmm. and he was like no they weren't and she was like yeah they were together for like two years and Mm -hmm. he was like are you sure like it I feel like at that point it's just it's just like like, come yeah. on, open your and eyes. Guys are annoying. And they don't want to mind their business when they should be, shouldn't be minding their business. Like, I feel like they're always just like, it's not my place, it's not my place, but. Like, he, he, I feel like in his head, he knew. So he true. Knew. Yeah, he just didn't want to believe it. He didn't want to believe it. And then, 100%. With, and then with her sister, it's like, it, it hurts because, like, they are so close. And you see that throughout the book. Twins. They, they're fucking twins. They're twins. You know? They're twins. Like Ren and her brother. Just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, um, I'm with Debbie in the sense that like, obviously it's hard to believe that your husband could mm-hmm. do this. 
But at the same time, if my sister is telling me something, like I'm, I'm not obviously going to be, be like, like, oh my God, I believe you hundred percent. Like, no, if she has That's the proof, be suspicious. That conversation, we have to have that conversation. Like, if uh-huh. you think that my husband is doing something like, w- like, what are the reasons? Where's your evidence? You know, like I'd hear yeah. you out. I won't be like, no, he could lash out on you. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. That <laughs> I thought was so uncalled for and very like messed up just because like, I don't know. I just didn't agree with the way that they both attacked her. And I felt so bad because it's literally her sister and like the person that she is now, like, I don't remember if she was in love with him at the time or if they were starting to get there, but like still, like, it's just, it would leave you feeling very alone if I was in her position. And like, I just felt so guilty and so bad for that. But like, at the same time, like when I reversed the situation, like from Ethan's point of view, like I get why he would do that but I don't agree with what he said but like I get why he wouldn't want to believe that from his brother because like Dane did a really good job I think convincing his brother like that they were never even together so like when you account like even though he's finding out all this information in like a week or two like they've had two three years of history where like he thought it was one way so I think to like grasp mm-hmm. that concept that he was lying that whole time and your, your brother was lying to you like it was almost like not believable but like I'm just glad he came to his senses pretty fast. Like it wasn't like a, oh, three years down the road kind of thing. Like I realized you were right. Right. Yeah. And, like when they broke up, like because of this, and like way Ethan broke up with her, it was just so sad because you know both of them didn't want to break mm-hmm. up, and they were like, and you know Ethan didn't want to do it, but he was like, you know why? Well, well, like I don't know if he said like why I like you so much. Like we can't agree on this. Like, this is my brother. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta, we gotta figure out what's going on. Like they were fighting. And like, I know I wouldn't want somebody insulting me. So insulting my sibling, even if they were mm-hmm. in the wrong, like we don't truly yeah. know exactly what was going on. That's more their business. And mm-hmm. you seem to be there for your family and like help. Like I would definitely run to my fucking brother and be like, you need to organize this shit out. Okay. Back to what Jen was saying that they had a couple of conversations where they were like, okay, timelines not matching up. I throughout the book, Ethan comes off as this, like, I don't know. He has his shit together. He's like a logistical guy, you know, like the fact that he couldn't just like sit down with Olive and like, just talk, like have one Mm. conversation, one singular, like 10 minute conversation to figure out the timeline. They could have patched things up or like, you know, put it all together. The fact that he automatically jumped ship and maybe, I mean, I'm an only child. I can't, you know, say I, I can think Mm. of the, you know, type of relationship siblings could Mm -hmm. have, but I don't have, you know, I don't know personally, but I don't know. I just, the fact that he didn't give her like a second to like talk about the situation, I think just got me so mad. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like you want to believe the best for your sibling or family member or whatever, you know, I, I get that, but it's just, I don't know. I just yeah. didn't like that. He jumped to conclusions so fast. But I, mean, Wait, so I have did... a quick question when, sorry, Andy, when, no, um, when they were having that conversation the first time about like the trips and all that, wasn't it all like, wasn't it from like a, her point of view like in her head because I don't think she said anything to him yeah in the beginning it, it was just her doing the math in her head but yeah. she brought yeah. it up later on and yes. then they, they okay. argued over the exclusivity part he like said oh maybe Amy told you wrong or like mm-hmm. yeah maybe you misunderstood they Amy both, or something I remember the second time they had the conversation they both were like we need to go back and check with our siblings yes because yeah. like they both were like mm, one of us is wrong but we don't know which one Wait, then, question then. But like, mm-hmm. 
to go off of Divi, when was it that they found out that it was Dane who was the one that wanted to go on the trips and not Ethan? Remember? Because she got did the math in her head. Because okay. she, she was when thinking. She confronted, I think. Well, it was like they, during the on trip the plane, initially. On the plane, Ethan was terrified because he doesn't like flying. Yeah. And she was like, wait, if he doesn't like flying, why is he always wanting to go on these like yeah. random trips? So she was realizing all of these lies that Dane told Ami and herself. And like throughout the whole trip, she was like piecing it together, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, but I think he found out, like, I think the second or third time once she could like, because she had to pile up a bunch of information. Yeah. Like he didn't know yeah. right off the get go. I know that. Yeah. Um, something I did love though was when they were still in Hawaii and they went to watch the sunset or sunrise together. Mm-hmm. And like that was like the first kind of mo- like I was looking through my highlights, like I said earlier, and like there were just so many. I highlighted several things in that chapter because there were so many little things that he said, like he called her his, his girlfriend for the first time then. And also like because that was they were had the night, I think the conversation the night before of um like what they were going to be in the future or something like that but she was like that's tableless for now and so like there's a part when they're like just cuddling watching the sunrise and he said something like what are you doing and she said I'm thinking he said think out loud with me and yeah I, I love that yep. I don't know mm-hmm. why that struck my heart so much I was just like squealing like a little schoolgirl when I read that their conversations are so like they flow so well their banter so good like everything like when they talk it's never awkward it's so funny like i just was like looking that reminded me like i was just looking and like the one it was like it's very minimal but i had to have it and it's like near the beginning and she took he took a picture of her i guess on her phone and um he's like send that send that one to me okay this is before they were even like together (laughs) that was the the mai tai night wasn't it yeah Yeah. and she's like sure and she airdrops it to him and he's like don't make she's like don't make me regret that and he says i need an accurate image for my voodoo doll like he compliments (laughs) her like every little thing he did even in the beginning when like literally have like highlighted i'm going through my highlighted section (laughs) he would always like kind of validate her like make her feel beautiful even though she was like in her in her head like at one point he was like i know you're in your head right now thinking of ways of like yep, yep. I, gotta fi- I gotta find it i can hear you thinking about that one word and reading more into it than i intended you look great you always do and i'm yes. like mm-hmm. that's the kind of guy you need like who just validates your feelings and knows like you're in your head yeah so, like, all those little so moments yeah and like they were also like very open about the fact that like at certain points even when they like didn't like each other that they like had a certain level of attraction mm-hmm. or like were acknowledging they like, both yeah yeah like um when they went to um like scuba dive or scuba something rather on the boat and she was in her bikini he was like you were checking me out and he's like yeah it's like there's two other people up here I felt rude not to or like ignoring them or something I I don't know why he's just so funny she was sitting on his lap the whole oh my god and they fell on each other naked in the closet I know (laughs) and then they went back and they didn't even have sex it was fake black yes but also when they went back and they also just like had such a good connection like like another Mm -hmm. part sorry when they went back and she started laughing to herself and was like ha 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 I'm in her brain was like remembering the bathroom of doom or something like that and he heard her giggling and said are you laughing about the bathroom incident 
like they just had such a good like connection and just knew each other so well they just had a stupid cheese curd incident like I thought we were gonna get some crazy like scenes like after they kiss and she's like was it good and like she's teasing him and he says it was a kind of kiss that felt like fucking I thought that we were gonna get something crazy who says that that? (laughs) unhinged his comments just he made all like normally when I feel like guys make a comment very like backhanded or like it has some kind of like negative connotation with it but like he just he knows how his tone is being read and I think he's very aware of that and I think that's what I love about him the most and like also I said this to all of you guys but like the paying attention to like the smallest details like him remembering what she what they what she wore on the first day they met like when later on when they go back to Hawaii like just he's genuinely just like a good guy one thing I just was looking through my highlights it's like one of my last ones but when I guess she was like, didn't know he was into her at all. He says, I always assumed my interaction was obvious. I wanted to translate mm-hmm. your frowns and find out what your problem was with me and then bend you over the back of my couch. Like literally, okay, half the shit. This is why I fucking hate reading, especially romance. Because I am like so, and like, I'm like, please leave me alone in real life. But I want love so bad. And it's because I want love that like, like this and doesn't fucking exist like i am full heartedly very convinced that like book love or movie love does not exist in my life it's different and it's never as exciting and like i just don't think that's what that's what kind of love i want so like shit like that like what guy like my million guy friends like the way they talk i'm like sometimes like i love them they're great but like i'm like i can never like it definitely they don't think the way that we want them to think you want to know what i'm like literally it's like it genuinely I think is the way that like he I think it's because he knows how to read people like I, there was one quote that I saw earlier that he saw that she was like 10 so like he put like his hand on her back and he's like relax like it's, it's gonna be okay like I just think that like he I don't know maybe because he's like really like stable that's why I <laughs> love him I understood a little bit at the end like when um I do agree like obviously how he handled everything in the situation at the end um like was not okay like all the gaslighting and not believing her and Mm -hmm. all that was just like so shitty but at the end of the day I do think he's a good guy I also had like I think it was from the same scuba diving thingy or it was some interaction with Sophie and she asked if he had his lucky penny and he was like I don't need it anymore I have her and like he put he wrapped his arm around her oh my god yeah what the fuck is with men I fucking hated Sophie. Like, why is it that, like, they had to be on the trip. She wanted him to be obsessed with her so bad. Like, the fact that, like, when Olive was nervous that, like, he was going to go meet up with her. Like, I, my heart broke. I'm like, he does, he clearly does not want her, but, like, she fucked him over so bad. It's kind of hard. Like, I just thought the tension, especially on the, like, we all love the boat scene when they are going to go, like, scoop or snorkeling, scuba diving, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, when they're on the boat and that's how they started, like, sitting on how she started sitting on his lap like i just think like that really progressed everything because they weren't just like fake dating for the boss they're a fake or sorry fake marriage they're fake fucking being married for the boss and for sophie like double and then they come back from the trip and they're kissing in the airport because it's actually real now and then dane and amy see them like what it's just so it's so like I honestly, forgot. Then Dane, freaks out. Dane freaks out because yes. because he realized that he could get caught 
because yep. he did not mm-hmm. want them to date. He's the one. He's the reason mm-hmm. yes, that she was off limits. The amount of work that he went through to make sure he can cheat is like, yep, insane. I hate men. I hate men. Just literally. Why even get married? Garbage. Like, why trash, even trash, get trash. But okay, can we go back? We have to talk about how Amy handled that. Because yes. she literally yes. called up the girl, she called them, and they went to her house, and they all realized that he was married, and they didn't know. And Women the fact that she invited all of Anita over so they can reconnect. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Can we talk about how she lost her job and like why she lost her job? Like the guy was just like, "You told me you're married and you're not." Like the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. She was fired from dumbest reason like yeah like, honestly though i kind of like sometimes i feel like in books always like everything works out in the end like woohoo but i kind of like that she was fired because it kind of was like a lesson to her but she and, ended up getting her job back did she not but no, she didn't have another job but it was no, no, the but, best because it triggered her like yeah getting on she got the path it back she, but she didn't to be. take it she didn't take it yeah no but she ended up it would have been a Yes. everything worked out yeah i love that though. Like, i think like you know it makes sense like you lied before you're even but i mean it's like one of those things like the idea like you, everything crashes down at once and then it all yeah. com- works out on the end but i kind of liked how it wasn't like oh it was completely fine like i kind of liked where like it caught up with them you know Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that true. more fun. The ending of the book was so good, and they go back, Every, and Amy old. finds a great guy, Ethan's best friend, and they go together, and then they suddenly end up getting engaged. That's how you write an epilogue. I hate when epilogues are right after like, the next day. Funniest part of the epilogue was when she was like, "Ugh, getting engaged on the beach, lame. Such a Minnesota I know, thing." I know. She was <laughs> it, and he was like, "Right, yeah." But but okay, she said that because. And she explained it because the whole yeah. time she thought she was going to get engaged and it wasn't happening. So mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, it's overrated. Like, because to make herself feel better. But then yeah. Ethan was like, uh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. And I love that the epilogue was his perspective too. Same. Same. Yeah. Same. Okay. This book literally had so many good moments that made me feel so giddy with that being said. Would you guys recommend it? <laughs> thousand percent. Yes, without a doubt yeah i did right after i read it because i did recommend it (laughs) yeah Yeah, i recommend it to my friend too okay so this is literally this was literally our first time having a guest thank you so much divi for being our first thank you yes it's so much fun it was such an honor (laughs) yes Catch the next episode on Monday, October 25th at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In honor of spooky season, we will be discussing The Silent Patient by Alex Michalides. So make sure you have read it by then so you can listen and follow along with us. You can follow us on our socials at Boozy Book Talk Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Make sure to subscribe to us and give us a review and be sure to follow us on our individual Goodreads. Divi's Goodreads will also be linked along with our Goodreads if you want to go ahead and follow her as well. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.